This is a CBC Podcast. If you take a drive through rural Saskatchewan, you will see the signs. They are everywhere, from Strasbourg to Aneroid. So many towns are proud to say they are home to NHLers. It's almost like there's something in the water, or should I say, the ice. Hello, uh, my name is Gary Hang, and I'm from Saskatoon. I've always wondered, why does Saskatchewan produce so many professional hockey players? I'm Leisha Grabinski. This is Good Questions Saskatchewan. You tell us what you're wondering, and we find out together. You know what, I think it comes down to winter, it comes down to the culture, the passion. You know, you name a lot of good players that are from Saskatoon or in, in Saskatchewan in general, from, you know, Braden Shen, Luke Shen, the two brothers there. You see a ton of, uh, you know, local grown talent, you know, even Gordie Howe, Mr. Hockey himself. So, uh, yeah, Saskatchewan's just been a hotbed for hockey players. So why do we produce so many greats? The question is personal for Gary. He put his son on skates when he was just a year old. Gary had to hold him up to keep him steady. By the age of three, he was in lessons, and Dad has been on the sidelines ever since. That is Gary's son, Kanye, on the ice. You can probably picture Gary right now, in the stands with his camera out, taking this very video, proud of his son's every shot. Kanye plays for the Saskatoon Contacts. That's a triple-A hockey team. If you don't understand hockey tiers, it's one step before the Pats or the Blades. Kanye hopes to play American college hockey. And just like so many other Saskatchewan hockey players, the real dream is the NHL. Could he? Will he? Could he be in the NHL one day? Uh, I'm hoping so, but uh, we'll take it one step at a time. (laughs) This is the cool thing about playing hockey in Saskatchewan. The dream feels within reach. Well, Saskatchewan, didn't we all get born with skates on? It was really tough coming out of the womb, everybody said, because if you're born with skates on. Daryl Davis is a longtime sports reporter. You might say he was born with a pen and notebook in hand. You currently hear him on CJME and CKOM on The Green Zone, which is a show about the riders. But hockey is the sport he loves. Daryl's dad even played in the NHL before becoming a scout. Daryl wrote a book called Fire on Ice, Why Saskatchewan Rules the NHL. I was going through your book and looking at the names, and I'm like, oh, that guy went to high school with my brother, and that guy knows my dad. (laughs) It's true, isn't it? It seems like we all grew up knowing or watching or playing with, if you played some hockey, playing with a future NHLer. That's what's so beautiful about it, right? And when when you talked about the ratio of NHL players from Saskatchewan, it's unbelievable. We, our province has led all jurisdictions in like 1.67 or 2 people per th- 100,000 make it to the National Hockey League. An amazing ratio. There's no other country that's even close. So we do. If we don't know them, we're related to them, or we know somebody who is related to an NHLer, and you can always get free tickets somewhere. <laughs> when you think that... Uh, uh, Canada, Saskatchewan itself produced maybe the best male hockey player in the world in Gordie Howe and the best female hockey player in the world in Haley Wickenheiser. It's really pretty impressive. The similarities, they both love the sport. They talk about not even going home for lunch until their mother would say, their parents would say, you got to come home and eat something. They would keep newspaper on the floor so that the kids didn't have to take their skates off when they came home, ate something and went back out and kept playing. Gordy, Haley, yeah, we know them. But also Ryan Getzlaff, Bernie Federko, Fred Sasakamus, Jordan Eberly, and this guy. Hi there, I'm Wendell Clark. 
from the Toronto Maple Leafs and various other NHL clubs from 1985 to 2000 after leaving the Saskatoon Blades. Wendell Clark is from Calvington, population 900 and some. Saskatchewan is growing, and that town still has not cracked 1,000. And yet, and yet, Calvington has a big sign as you enter the town from the south with six NHL players on it. One is Wendell. So what's your answer to that question? Why, why do you think, why does Wendell Clark think Saskatchewan produces so many NHL players? Uh, you know what? It's probably because of the dads and the mums and the mums and the dads. They're the uh, crucial thing in anything when any kids make it anywhere. They're the driving force. And not that uh, as in forcing kids to play uh, the game, but as in uh, facilitating them to play the game. Uh, it's not a it's not a cheap sport to play. The the amount of travel and stuff, and I think that's what makes Saskatchewan such a great breeding ground um, for NHL players, is that the commitment that the family has to make just to play minor hockey at a high level. So you might be traveling. Uh, you know, I traveled, uh, lived in Calvinian, Saskatchewan, traveled to Yorkton to play on the highest uh, level Bantam team. So that was a hundred miles one way, five days a week. But what makes Saskatchewan parents different? I mean, all provinces have moms and dads. What's different about here? It's it's a big difference. There is a commitment level um, that players and kids and parents have to make when you're traveling, uh, you know, from Saskatoon to Swift Current for a game on a Thursday night and back and then to school Friday morning and then leaving for a tournament Saturday and back Monday morning for school. And there's a whole commitment level. And I think the kids... Uh, learn what the parents are doing because of the parents' dedication. Um, the, parent, the, the kids really learn the sacrifices they have to make to make it. This hockey mom knows all about sacrifice. Saskatchewan is a very large distance between places. And so to get kids to their hockey games, the parents definitely had to do the, the driving. That's Marilyn Wickenheiser. Yes, that Wickenheiser. Haley's mom. Haley grew up in Shaunavon. And yes, there is a sign that declares Haley is from there. I also believe a lot of it has to do with just the um, the drive and the number of outdoor rinks that exist. Um, I know when Haley was growing up, skating on the outs- outdoor rink was, she would just head out there and, and play. And that's how you learn, just doing lots and lots of practice. It takes time and money to have a kid skate his or her way to the top. Registration fees in Saskatchewan can come close to $2,000. and Plus, you have to pay for your own gas to get to games and tournaments that are often out of town. Hotel rooms, the equipment, a stick can cost around 300 bucks. Plus, if you want to add on any special power skating camps or strength training, it can all cost a lot. Marilyn knows this. Yes, there's a financial impact. I mean, God, uh, I don't even know what a stick cost back in those days, but I know every time there was a broken stick, we go, oh, no, not again. Or the skates. Um, and one thing with her, too, she had a very, very narrow foot. And the commercial skates that were on the shelves, well, we had her in them for a number of years and found out she was she was skating on skates that were way too big. So we had to go to something a little more specialized so the cost of skates and of course their feet are growing (laughs) but i think today it's it's a huge huge impact on families and not just the equipment the cost of gas for heaven's sakes to get and driving those kids around and if a child really wants to do it the parent signs the way so could this be one of the reasons we're seeing a drop in the number of players we're sending to the nhl you heard me correctly yes 
a drop. Gary, since you first asked your question, there was a bit of a bombshell in the hockey world. Our numbers are down. Only 20 NHL players are from Saskatchewan right now. That is down from 57 10 years ago. So what is going on? Does this lower Kanye's chances of getting in? I mean, being a hockey player from Saskatchewan, does this not give you a leg up anymore? There are a few theories. Sure, hockey is expensive. That is part of it. But our province is changing too. For the last few years, the bulk of people immigrating to Saskatchewan came from the Philippines, India, China, Nigeria, Bangladesh, and Pakistan. Places where the most popular sport might be cricket, basketball, or soccer. Kids don't grow up with ice rinks in every town or NHL on TV all winter. So I asked Wendell about that. Hockey can often feel like a pretty white sport. What are your thoughts on that? Do you see that changing? It's well, it's going to change because our country is is what they say in the last quarter alone, 400,000 new people came to Canada. So if we want to keep our game strong, I know one of the biggest things the Toronto Maple Leafs have changed. They spend a ton of time because of downtown Toronto is not uh, our typical white Canadians anymore. You're you're teaching the game now. You're just not uh, it, you, you want everybody to feel a part of what Canada is and our sport and to be as good as you can at it. So in the 80s and 90s, when I played, you didn't have to teach the sport in Canada. It was just a given that everybody knew it. Uh, Saskatchewan is going to be the same thing. It, it's all about teaching, uh, teaching the sport. And you got a lot of other sports that you're competing against. Um, and you just hopefully the, the, the families and the kids uh, gravitate to, uh, to playing hockey. Remember Daryl Davis, the sports reporter? So when he was growing up, it was hockey, hockey, hockey. And that continued when he was raising his own kids. Daryl says his kid played shinny with Jordan Eberle down the street from his house. But he says that's all changing. Drive around the streets now, Lisa, and, and nobody's playing shinny anymore. I see the hockey rinks, the outdoor rinks. Yeah, there's some nights that they're full, but other nights when there's nobody there. It's become a rich person's sport. It's tough to play all the time. And it used to be, listen, I'm just going to sneak into the rink here and play on my old hand-me-down skates, and I'll get better. And they did, so somebody would find them in the National Hockey League. Now you have to prove yourself at every level to work your way up. It also doesn't help that the U.S. and Europe have ramped up their hockey programs, so the competition to make the cut at an elite level is pretty fierce. I don't know exactly where this leaves a lot of Saskatchewan kids. I'm assuming hockey will always be a huge part of this place. And now there's something else to get excited about. She gets it! Ella Shelton scores! History is hers! For the first time ever, women now have a place to go pro too with the launch of the Professional Women's Hockey League. Emily Clark, Sophie Shirley, Brooke Hobson, Caitlin Willoughby, all Saskatchewan women who are now playing pro. So whether it's the PWHL, the NHL, the Olympics, the World Juniors, or even the Tim Bits Under 7 League, seeing your kid enjoying being on the ice is everything. It was for Marilyn Wickenheiser. The sacrifice is always worth it. It doesn't mean they have to be an elite player to make it worth it. It's always worth it to see your child playing and doing what they want to do and having fun. So Gary has told me he feels this too. It's not just seeing his son on the ice, loving it. It's also the time off the ice that he's been able to spend with his kid in the car before and after games talking about life. I could end this podcast on a super sentimental note, you know, that it's not all about winning, even though it is all about winning. 
Gary wanted to know, why do we produce so many pro hockey players? Which I think was his not-so-subtle way of asking, could my kid make it? So Gary, I ask Wendell what advice he has for you. No, good coffee, find good coffee. But uh, no, really, it's it's just being a great support uh, support group. It's you're not always adding uh, information, but it's just it's just being a great support. And and believe me, when you're done doing it, Gary, you're going to miss it. All those times at the rink, you thought I'm at the rink again, standing around, and then you know, ten years after you're done, you're you're wishing you get back to the rink and watch kids play hockey again. So uh, enjoy every minute of it. Okay. Now I have to call Gary to share this podcast with him. Gary speaking. Hi, Gary. It's Leisha. Leisha, how are you? Good, good. You got a personalized message from Wendell. I think it's amazing. You know what? He's a poster boy for Saskatchewan, you know, small town guy, made it to the big leagues, and he's like one of the most humble guys. I've met him a couple times in real life. That is so Saskatchewan. Next time, Gary, I could try Jordan Eberle, Ethan Bear, Braden Shen, Patrick Marlowe, because the list of hockey greats goes on and on and on. But wait, what does Gary think about our drop in numbers? It's more of the other countries are catching up to Canada. You're seeing, you know, countries now like you know Germany, for example, or um, you know they're doing better now in World Juniors, or they're doing better on the on the international scene. And I think the Americans are getting better and better and the sport is actually growing in the U.S. So you're finding guys that are, you know, from Arizona, like Austin Matthews, who's the first overall pick, one of the top players for the Maple Leafs. You know, he's a kid from Arizona and he played growing up on synthetic ice. I don't think it's a development issue on our end. Gary, great question, great answer. That's what makes this podcast so fun. We figure it out together. So now, what are you wondering about? You can send us your questions and we'll get you an answer. You can email goodquestionsask at cbc.ca. That's goodquestionsask at cbc.ca. You could ask, you know, about the people, the fashion, the politics of this place, or how we managed to survive the cold. There's no question too big, too small, or too weird. You ask and we figure it out together. Don't forget to tell a friend about this podcast, too, because who knows? This episode may be an answer they've been looking for. Big thanks to our people behind the scenes this week, Nicole Huck and Corrine Larson. I'm Leisha Grabinski. Stay curious. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.